the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My friends, our Angel Tree campaign concludes on Friday, January 1st. But Angel Tree continues to serve children with a mom or a dad in prison all year long with Angel Tree Christian summer camps, Angel Tree sports clinics, and many other programs that your donations make possible. Please continue to help these kids and get a year-end tax deduction to boot just by going to DennisPrager.com and clicking on the Angel Tree banner. You are listening to the best right, everybody. of the Dennis Prager, the Dennis Prager Show. How you doing? How you been? How you been? Yeah. How's your future? Past, present, and future. Thank you for being with me. We talk about everything in life. Time for a micro subject, as uh, I like to put it. I want to tell you of a, of a question that I posed to the members of the orchestra that I conducted recently. I conducted the Westwood or the Brentwood Westwood Symphony Orchestra. Uh, many of you know, many of you don't, that I I am a I am a an amateur conductor. In other words, I'm not a professional conductor, but I I, I conduct professional orchestras. This is a uh, part of my deep deep love of of music. And at a recent concert where I I conducted a Haydn symphony. I also interviewed members of the orchestra for the for the folks who were present. And then it showed highlights of the piece and it was a wonderful way to to educate people about musicians and music. At one point I looked at the orchestra which in this case being that it was a middle Haydn symphony did not need a full orchestra there were 25 members of the orchestra there. And I looked at them, and I said in front of the audience, how many of you, remember these are all professional musicians, how many of you were forced by your parents to take a musical instrument? Oh, you know what I would love? I wish we could do this instantaneously. I would love to be able to get your guess, you who are listening, I'd love to get your guess. What? What number of the of the twenty five members of the orchestra? Let, let's see if we could do this absolutely instantaneously. Just as soon as I see a lineup, one eight Prager seven seven six, one eight P R A G E R seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. Call immediately. I guess I, I can't take the time because I I have to I have to uh, make some points here. One eight Prager seven seven six. How many of the 25 professional musicians in this orchestra raised their hand when I asked the question, were you you forced by your parents to take a musical instrument? That is is the question on the table. I will immediately take you as you come up. Hi, what's your name? Annie. Annie, where are you? I'm in Forest Lake, Minnesota. Okay. Well, how many how many of the 25 you think were forced by their parents? 25. 25. Thank you so much, Annie. Appreciate it. 
Next call. Uh, where? Who are you? Will. Will, where are you? Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz, California. Okay. How many of the 25? 25. Thank you so much, Will. So far, two votes on that. We'll take uh, take one series of calls here. And let's go to line three. All right. Hello. Who are you? Hi. My name is Doug. Doug, where are you? I am in Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. How many? I say 90%. 90%. Thank you so much. Appreciate your taking the time to call. Go to line four. Hi. Who are you? This is Denise. I'm in Tucson, Arizona. Hi, Denise in Tucson. I'm going to say uh, at least 20. At, at least 20 of the 25. So back to about yeah. 90%. Thank you very much. Okay. All right, folks. <laughs> uh, since it was randomly chosen, the lines are all ringing. Thank you. I'm not going to take more right now on that. Okay. The, I am so delighted, so delighted that you reacted that way. That's 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 why I do a show to make me think and to make you think. One member of the orchestra raised her hand. One. And I, I ascertained this. I went around the, to the musicians, and I asked, "You you mean your parents didn't force?" No, absolutely not. I wanted to take it. I wanted to take the violin. I wanted to take the oboe. I wanted to take the, the cello. This was a, what we call, one of those revelatory moments. Hey, I am a parent. Two of my, my two older kids, you know, they're, they're on with their lives as adults. Both got married. And my youngest is, is, uh, is 14. And... This is an issue that has absolutely, I, I was I'm, the verb I'm thinking of has plagued me, but that might be too strong a word. It has disturbed me and it has preoccupied me as a parent. How much do you force? Because my belief, and that has been the belief of, of humanity, generally speaking, uh, for all I would say just about all of its civilizational history has been that there are many matters where you just you you just force a kid to do something and you know what kid is going to i mean how many kids are going to get up and say you know i woke up this morning and i really really want to play the viola it 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 doesn't happen very much does it but how many people do you know who were forced to take a musical instrument as for example, I forced one of my kids, forced, I mean, it wasn't, you know, if you don't do it, I disown you or you're grounded, but no, it, basically, I want you to take a musical instrument, and uh, and he did, my older son. Tried it with my younger son, did not try it with, uh, with the older daughter, for whatever reason, she came first, and just, you know, did not express interest in it in any event, and... And she came into my life in any event when she was 10, so I, uh, that may be a factor. I don't know. But whatever, the, whatever it is vis-a-vis the family, that's the way it is. And the older, the older boy, yeah, he took, uh, he took trumpet and he took piano and, and you know, and, and late elementary school and early high school, and then it just died out. I'm not sure he could read music today. I've got to have to ask him that. 
But folks of the orchestra, one out of 25 said, and it was a woman, said she was forced by her parents to take an instrument. And this is a big deal because you and I know that a lot of the things that we were forced to do didn't work out. And so I am raising a question here that is far larger than the question of musical instruments, though it is certainly one that I am perfectly prepared to talk about, and and obviously you know my commitment to to music. It's got to be pretty deep for me to to have you know reached the level where I can conduct orchestras, where they want me to, and where I take the time to. I don't get paid for it. It's, that's why I call myself amateur. That's what amateur means. Amateur is from amato to love. It's a lover of music. Not that professionals don't love it, but you get my point. And this question is a very difficult one for parents. Not not because it 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 is an issue of gee, you know, I'm going to I'm just such a liberal parent that I'm going to let my kid decide whatever he or she does. But but rather I remember the question that I asked that I consider to be beyond liberal, beyond conservative, beyond whether it's micro or macro. I, the guiding question for me in making policy, whether the policy is uh, in my private life or the policy is in public policy, the guiding question for my life is, in deciding a policy, is, does it work? That, that, that has to be the guiding policy. If the policy doesn't work, it doesn't matter how good you feel about it. It doesn't matter how noble the intent. Who cares? It didn't happen. It didn't work. Uh, the the question arises about forcing children on, on, on so many matters. Do you force children to eat foods that they don't like that are good for them? Do you force children to uh, to attend their religious services if you're a religious parent? Do you, how much do you force religion generally? And you know I'm deeply religious. So the, these, this question is huge. Now, do you leave everything up to your children? Do you leave anything? Well, about everything. I mean, there you, know, you don't have a choice as to whether or not to go to school. But, but here, even there, even in this manner or in this matter, there, there is a question to be asked, and the question is, does the child get a choice vis-a-vis schooling? Well, if the child isn't doing well in school X, do we just force the child to do well, or do we say maybe school Y or maybe homeschooling is better? Here is a great example of where I have dropped theories as I have lived life. My theory on the matter of child rearing has been You do it graciously, but you still force good things on a child. The more I have parented, the less I see that as working. Take your calls. 1-8-Prager-776. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. 
But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Once in a while, a film comes along that you watch and immediately want everyone you know to watch. Poor to CEO. The Herman Cain story is that type of film, and it's now available at SalemNow.com. Herman Cain was the former CEO of Godfather's Pizza. He battled and beat cancer. He was a talk radio host in Atlanta for many years. He ran for president in 2012. Herman Cain was an amazing man whose life embodied the values we strive to live and pass along to our kids and grandkids. Belief in God, the power of personal responsibility, hard work, and good education. Living each day with a thankful heart. Porta CEO is a particularly inspirational and entertaining film. You can watch it right now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Use the promo code Prager and save 20%. Watch Poor to CEO the Herman Cain story at SalemNow.com. Rates have dropped to near all-time lows at ClearPath Lending. Rates are as low as 1.75% on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, 1.986% APR. Call ClearPath Lending, 844-625-0607. Loan officers are standing by, 844-625-0607. Loans not available in all states, 1.75% rate, 1.986% APR, subject to 800 minimum FICO score and includes up to two discount points. Other restrictions apply. Call 888-855-6361 or visit clearpathlending.com for details about credit costs, terms, and license information. ClearPath Lending, Incorporated, 15615 Alton Parkway. Suite 300, Irvine, California, 92618. NMLS ID number 936436. Loans made or arranged pursuant to a California financing law license number 603J783 in California. Equal housing opportunity lender. Call ClearPath Lending, 844-625-0607. This is the Entertainment Answer. The new Pixar film Soul releases this week. What does Jamie Foxx say about the character he voices, Joe? I play this jazz teacher who's, he still has hopes and dreams of finally becoming that great jazz musician. And there's this big gig that's coming up. Just went and they said, wow, you're great. Finally, your life will be right. He runs out the door like he falls into a manhole and his whole life and afterlife changes. Soul rated PG. For more info, check out theentertainmentanswer.com. Fever is the leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. 
Imagine doing one thing that could give you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. I assume you would feel it was worth it. Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel, October 2021. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. I'll introduce you to the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of a truly remarkable nation. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. With expert guides and important lectures at key sites, we'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. To come with me to Israel in 2021, call 855-565-5519. That's 855-565-5519. Or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. Standwithisraeltour.com. My friends, our Angel Tree campaign concludes on Friday, January 1st. But Angel Tree continues to serve children with a mom or a dad in prison all year long with Angel Tree Christian summer camps, Angel Tree sports clinics, and many other programs that your donations make possible. Please continue to help these kids and get a year-end tax deduction to boot just by going to DennisPrager.com and clicking on the Angel Tree banner. You are listening to the best all right, of the Dennis Prager here, Show. Here you're listening to the Dennis Prager Show, and this is such a big topic. And I, I'm very interested in speaking to you about it. How much should we force kids to do things that we consider to be important? Now, there are certain things in the ethical character arena that are not matters of choice. Uh, I will not give you the choice on whether or not to say thank you or please or act respectfully uh, to adults. Uh, or uh, not be a bully on character matters. Uh, it is. Uh, it is to me. It remains a non-issue as a parent. Of course, you force your child to be a good person in terms of behavior. But almost anything else. The more I have lived and parented three children, and and in part just in part based on this very powerful illustration, at least powerful in my eyes, of my asking the orchestra members, professional orchestra, how many of you were forced by your parents to take an instrument? And the one out of 25 raised her hand. It was a she, that's why I say her hand. It wasn't an orchestra of females. It was mostly males, but it was a she. Not the others. And I, I have come to realize this, I, uh, I believe, about religion, that some things, some things can be coerced, but the less that is coerced, the better. Because you can get a, listen, you can get a, most children to do most anything while they're a child. That's not the trick. The trick is to have them do it when they're an adult. Because after all, we are children a very, very small percentage of our lives. So the issue of forcing children, whether it's good food or or religious practice or a whole host of issues, a very open question. And I, I only use the music as an analogy. 
All right, so let's uh, let's go to uh, your calls here in Los Angeles. It's Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Dennis Prager. Hi, Dennis. Um, Hi. I'm a special musician, and um, you're a what musician? I, professional. Me? You're a professional. I'm a professional. Okay. I'm a pianist and a conductor. Right. And um, I, my parents didn't have to force me to want to play the piano. I wanted to, but what my parents did have to force me to do was practice. And this is where, because people say to me all the time, I took piano lessons and then I quit, or I took lessons and I quit. And I always say, did your parents make you practice? And they said, no. And this is where I think parents make the mistake. Whatever your kids' interests are, you have to realize and kind of figure out what they really are interested in and then help them or assist them to keep pursuing it and not give up. And that's where I think it falls down. Well... Uh, I gave I, I used my older son as an example. He studied uh, trumpet and piano. He's we began with piano, and I and I'm not interested. And you know, I asked him to continue. Asked, did I don't that I just don't want that. Please, I just don't want. Okay, how about another one? Okay, fine. Went to trumpet. So for a couple of years, took trumpet and then didn't want. What was I supposed to do then? Well, that, I think you were right. You you listened to what he wanted. Yeah. But some people, some parents. Well, that was my question. Say, Did you I just want... don't like practicing, or I just don't like putting the time Well, yes, in. of course, but you say, well, let me explain to you. If you don't practice, you won't be able to play, of course. Right. But but am I going to say if you don't practice, you're grounded? No. Well, that's but... what forcing is about, Jeff. Well, my parents said you at least have to put in half an hour, an hour a day. It kept changing. But they just, you know, they just made it a... They just made it part of my life in a nice way. I don't. I never felt as though I was chained to the piano. All right, then they did a very good job of making you feel not forced. Right. Okay. That, but you wanted the instrument to begin with. Right, and that's okay. why I agreed with you when you. All right, that, and that's key. Thank you very much. Appreciate the call. And let's go to uh, Phil in Phoenix. Hello, Phil. Dennis Prager. Hi. Hi, Dennis. Good morning. Hi. Uh, so, Regarding the subject, I, I believe you have to force your kids to try as many things as they can, so they so that they have exposure to. Uh, that's good. That's good to try. Force them to try, and yeah. and and that's fine. That that's that's fair. And then and then what? Well, I, I, it, it's like um, say you're sitting at the table. My my children, I've raised four. Um, they've always were, were required to taste everything that was served that night. Now, they may have said they didn't like it, but the next time that, they, uh, that it was served, they would try it again. They wouldn't have to eat an entire helping, but there was a small portion, very small, enough for a half a biteful that they would have to taste it and, and move on. And, uh, and I think that that's... Uh, I like that. I, I, like the view, I like the view of you have to try. That, that's good, but of course, try for different people will mean different things. For, for, and does it apply, for example, to going to a church or synagogue? I want you to try going to church. Uh, I want you to try uh, and whatever. Now, now, maybe, and by the way, I, I, am, I am inclined in that direction. And also depends on the age of the child. It's one thing to force a six-year-old. It's another to try to force a 16-year-old. But my, my point to you is that here is where I have allowed, and I may be in error. Some of you may w- truly conclude that I, that I have erred. Erred. 
yes, erred, that I have erred in this in this arena. But I have come more to the point as a parent of they should, as much as possible, it should be their choice because what is forced in them will may well be rejected as an adult. And my concern is not what they do at, at 12 and 15. It's what they do at 22, 32, 42, 52, 62. One has to think that one is raising an adult who happens now to be a child, of course. But what I care about is what will work later. If forcing religion worked, we would have a lot more religious people, wouldn't we? Now, but that doesn't mean you don't force anything. And I like the idea of, of yeah, you will have to try. one eight prager 776 and I appreciate uh, the call from Phil. We go to Seattle and Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Dennis Prager. Hello, Dennis. Hi. Um, in our family, um, our kids were given choices all the time. And in fourth grade, their choice was not if they're going to play an instrument, it's what instrument they would like to play. And that was in fourth grade, and you can probably get away with it. Go on. That's right. So we always encouraged all their choices. Um, the Did any of your kids say, I don't want to play any instrument? No, they well, weren't. Then you weren't tested. They dropped out in high school. I let them because they had uh, many other opportunities. And so I said, "If but I, want, I encouraged all their interests, but... You know, they need to be involved in some kind of activity, physical activity, and a music activity. Yeah. Right, but you didn't have a child in that sense. Either you were you were a, tr- a great parent or very lucky or both who said no. We'll be back in a moment. Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Prager. I'm headed back to Israel in October 2021 for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2021 by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. No one really knows what the future will bring. But one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills. But let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We 
are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack number 65233. Equal housing lender. License in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. I'm Rich Thomason in for Lou Dobbs. House Democrats want quick votes on $2,000 checks. General Motors and Volkswagen issue Christmas Eve recalls. Those stories, next. I grew up Pope, which is even worse than being poor. From poor to CEO, the incredible journey of Herman Cain. My American dream entailed working hard and making $20,000 a year. But I surpassed that goal and became a corporate CEO. The story of one man's amazing journey from a poor, undereducated family to the highest levels of corporate, social, and political America. I didn't have to be taught work ethic. I saw it firsthand, and it had a big impression on me. From poor to CEO, the amazing true story of the American dream that will inspire and motivate you and your family to live your best life. We'll all be able to say free at last. See the movie From Poor to CEO, The Incredible Journey of Herman Cain. Available at SalemNow.com. Use promo code Salem for 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code Salem. Wall Street wraps up a holiday-shortened week today as it prepares for Christmas tomorrow. The market has been volatile this week on concerns over a new strain of the China virus. And Democrats in the U.S. House today want a quick vote on President Trump's demand that stimulus checks be raised from $600 per person to $2,000. Two major recalls in the auto industry. Volkswagen has recalled over 105,000 Beetles with faulty Takata airbags. Over 63 million Takata airbags have already been recalled. And General Motors wants customers to return 840,000 SUVs and pickup trucks which could have problems with their suspensions, as well as front seatbelts, which can fail. Please join us for Lou Dobbs tonight at 5, 7, and 10 Eastern on the Fox Business Network. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Just hear those faith bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling, too. Come on, it's lovely weather for us, they ride together with you. Outside the snow is falling and friends are calling you. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager here. You uh, all guessed wrong, and I don't blame you. It's why I posed the question at the beginning of the hour. When I told you that I asked the 25 members of the orchestra that I conducted, well, one of the orchestras I conducted is the only one I asked this question to. And I asked them, how many of you were forced to take a musical instrument? One out of the 25 raised her hand. And it was it was remarkable because nobody expected that. And all of you expected that nearly everyone would have raised his or her hand saying that, that uh, I was forced to take an instrument. They all wanted to take instruments, and and they're still and they fell in love with the instrument and playing music. That's how I came to take an instrument. I fell in love with it. I asked. I asked to. And so many people I know who were forced to just dropped it, and it and it became it. In fact, it became a source of of dislike for many of them. All they remembered was having to sit down and play the piano. And so the piano didn't become enjoyable. In fact, if I if I may be, and I know you 
you, you, you like when I am. I totally understandable. I like when others are, too. Autobiographical. Everything that I ended up doing was, was volitional, which drove my parents nuts because they, they for example, school. I, I just didn't do schoolwork. There was no way around it. They tried to force, and then they finally gave up. And then I finally started doing schoolwork in college. I didn't like school. School interfered with my education. It interfered with my growth. It was a staggeringly boring experience for the most part. And I fell in love with music on my own. I'm still still in love with it. My own life is really one of doing things volitionally. Now, do you give your child a choice on everything? Of course not. You know, well, when you're ready, we'll go to the dentist. Obviously not. And as I said, on character issues, there's there's total coercion. You will not act mean. You will not lie. You will not be dishonest. You will not be disrespectful. Uh, you will not, uh, you, you know, you will not cheat on tests. I mean, th- those those are things. There are just no-nos in life. But there are more no-nos than yes-yes. I guess that's one way of putting it. Now, I may be wrong. I'm telling you one parent's realizations, looking at life, not from the standpoint of theory, but from the standpoint of what works. That's my question. It's my question about social policy, and it's my question about about raising children, about micro-policy, if you will. What works? Not what theoretically sounds good. One eight Prager seven seven six, and then on the issue of religion, it's it's very difficult. It's a very difficult question. But again, in the little world that uh, that I know, we all know just obviously know know well a, a a handful of people. But within that world, coercion has not been particularly effective. Where uh, I mean, I know uh, I know a family, for example, rather well, where the father. Uh, every Saturday, and this is a Jewish family, every Saturday would coerce uh, one of the uh, one of the children to go to synagogue, and and it was a it was a terrible, terrible source of tension between them. The price paid to get to get him to go to synagogue was greater than the than the achievement. On the other hand, you could say, well, if you, if you give them the choice, church or synagogue, then, you know, of course, what kid is going to say, gee, I'm dying to go? I understand that. That's why this is a truly complex question. But I want both sides to see the complexity of it. All right. 1-8 Prager 7, I already told you that. So let's go to uh, more of your calls. St. Paul, Minnesota, Richard. Hello, Richard. Dennis Prager. Hi, Dennis. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for um, calling. On this issue, all I have is an anecdote that may or may not uh, be useful for others. But um, when it comes to the area of religion, I do believe that if you value what you believe and you want your child to share in what you think is valuable, it is very much like going to the dentist. But I don't believe it has to be a matter of coercion. Uh, When I was nine, my dad died of cancer. When I was 13, my mother died of cancer. And... uh, my brother at 21 took over the family and we still kept going to church my dad was a factory worker my mother homemaker well the the point is though that in your case it was it was volitional well what i'm saying is they 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 established a pattern that we went to church every sunday yeah you know what though and i'm a lutheran pastor and that when my son was five years old 
one Sunday morning, he said, Dad, I don't want to go to church. Now, I've got to quickly come up with something that is not overbearing. All right, I want to know why you came up with Don't Go Away. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal. And I agree with them. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, that each help your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's right there, approaching from four different angles may very well be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. I'm Dennis Prager, and you are well aware of our being censored, that is PragerU, for example, by the left-wing tech giants. So, many of us are taking a different approach and using SquadPod, a team communication and collaboration app for businesses, nonprofits, sales teams, and religious organizations. It is everything you need, chat, video calls with screen sharing, file storage, etc., plus It's 100% private, non-discoverable, and American-made, owned, and operated. Stop supporting the companies who engage in data mining, profiling, selling data, and limiting expression of ideas. Take back your privacy, intellectual property, and right to free speech with SquadPod. Visit squadpod.com forward slash Prager, squadpod.com forward slash Prager to learn more. Imagine doing one thing that could give you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. I assume you would feel it was worth it. Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel, October 2021. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. I'll introduce you to the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of a truly remarkable nation. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. With expert guides and important lectures at key sites, we'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. To come with me to Israel in 2021, call 855-565-5519. That's 855-565-5519. Or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. Standwithisraeltour.com. If you need to travel 100 miles, would you rather walk or drive? Of course you'd rather drive because it's faster and easier. So why are you still managing your weight the hard way with restrictive diets that leave you hungry, or if you will, hangry and frustrated? Want an easier way to diet? Then you should look into Riduzone. Riduzone is specially formulated to help manage nagging cravings for unhealthy snacks or extra calories that set you back. Developed by a gastroenterologist and backed by two U.S. patents, Riduzone is the only FDA-accepted product that includes OEA, the molecule your own body, 
body produces to help you feel fuller, burn stored fat, and help reduce cravings for fattening foods. Riduzone comes with a no questions asked 30-day guarantee of satisfaction to stop the cravings and manage your weight easily with Riduzone. Use the promo code Dennis to immediately save 30%. That's Riduzone.com. Get an immediate 30% discount and free shipping by using the promo code Dennis at Riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com, promo code Dennis. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager here talking about the great question of what can you force kids to do. It is a great question. And you like I, or is it you like me? You as I, right, would have assumed, and it, that that's what happened. I had a vote from random callers at the very beginning of the hour. When I asked the members of the orchestra that I conducted, uh, this specific orchestra, the Brentwood Westwood Symphony Orchestra in Los Angeles, and conducted recently, and asked them, how many of you were forced to take an instrument? 25 musicians. One raised their hand. Exactly the opposite of what all of you calling in, or at least all the calls that I took said. You all assumed all 25, or 90% of the 25. Totally understandably, that's why I asked the question for you to vote on. That's the question on the table. Now, back to St. Paul and Richard, who's a Lutheran pastor. So your five-year-old told you one day, I don't want to go to church. Right. Uh, what would you say? I, um, I simply said to him, Johnson, we love you. We really believe this is in your best interest, and we would like to have you understand that uh, we're going to expect you to come to church with us. And when you're 18, if you think that this is the wrong thing for you to do, uh, you're going to be on your own. You'll be able to make your own decision. And when you become a dad, um, if you think I made a mistake, you, you can do things differently. But right now we're doing this because we love you, and we would really like to have you uh, attend church. And um, he, he came, and uh, he's 35 years old, and he's still going to church every Sunday by volition. And I think the the, the key is um, if, if the parents have a valid reason for what they're doing and they're seeming to derive some joy from it, um, it's not going to be something that they're imposing on the child as much as the child wants to be part of an yeah, enjoyable Yeah, but that, that, of course, could be said about musical instruments. It's, it there's no be, doubt in my mind it's good for a kid to take an instrument. Yeah, I'm wondering if you would have asked a second question of your orchestra, what answer you would have gotten if you had asked them, how many of your families enjoyed music and played music and played instruments? How, how many of you what? Say it again. How many of those 25 musicians grew up in families where the parents played instruments? You know, interestingly... Um, I'll bet you it would be a pretty high percentage. I, 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 I did. I, I, I may be folk wisdom that's wrong. <laughs> I think I did ask, but I don't remember the answer. Because I did think to ask that, and it's a good point. But that that would prove what then? That kids model oh. themselves after parents? 
that kids are great belongers. They want to be part of things, and that's why uh, when we taught our children how to pray, we didn't say, put your hands together. We just kept praying at every mealtime. Do you know anybody, and I know it's hard for you as a pastor to, to say yes, but, but do you know, I, I, but, but given that you are a pastor, I know you, I, and I'm not being sarcastic, I know you'll tell me the truth. Do you know anybody who was coerced religiously who rejected it because of the coercion? Oh, yeah, yeah, but I think it's because... Uh, and and there's only a guess, and, and uh, human nature is kind of an interesting chemistry anyway, but, but if the people who are saying you must do this uh, are not deriving any joy from the thing they're coercing their child to do, and the kids see that, there's a disconnect. And the kids say, why should I force myself to do something a mom and dad hated to do? I will not follow their bad example. Well, that's, that's an interesting, that's an interesting you, take. I've done youth ministry for 30 years also, and I'll tell you, the key is not whether the child goes to a religious school or not. The key is, does the family itself practice what it preaches? And if it looks like it, the parents are having uh, a worthwhile time in worship and they're coming to Bible classes, there's a, a pretty good percentage of chance that the kids themselves will also follow through on that. Wait, wait, wait. Will also follow through when they're adults? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. I agree, but that's not the same as coercion. I couldn't agree more. I think it's more powerful to see your parents love religion than for the parents to coerce religion. But uh, but your your response obviously worked there, and I thank you, Pastor. Appreciate that very much. All right, we go to uh, Cleveland and Mary. Hello, Cleveland, Mary. Dennis Prager. Hello, Dennis. Uh, well, I, I, it's hard to prove this, but I was on the phone trying to get to you with an answer to your question, and my answer would have been zero out of 25 were forced. And I say that um, with the knowledge that I have uh, required my three daughters to practice and play piano since second grade. But being a, a somewhat of a frustrated musician and taking and dropping instruments and voice um, over the years, I decided to um, apply it in a different way. I actually sat with them for 20 minutes with a timer, you know, each morning before school. And fortunately, they start their schooling later. Their bus comes later. So... I had a great opportunity when their minds were really fresh to just help them along through the early years. And they all want to quit. Um, they're 15, 13, and 11 now. But you wouldn't believe the way they can play. And it was 20 minutes a day. They waste more time uh, on, on the Internet and doing silly things that when you look at the tiny amount of time that they spend, now without any any request from me, they simply... Get up in the morning. So why would you have voted the way the way reality voted? I don't. Why would you have voted that none of the musicians was coerced? Well, because I believe that if you want to do that for the rest of your life, which is not why I'm. I'm, I'm yeah, but isn't? This. But that's really part of. The, that's a, it's a very good point you're making. It's a distinction, but that's what we're talking about. In effect, I mean, to get a kid forced to play an instrument, and then the second they leave your house, they never play again. Well, there's, there's, uh, there's many more benefits to that. I watch my 15-year-old now listening to classical music with a comprehension she would never have on her own. This is all her own choosing her iPod selections and her own decision right. on what to do. Her, her interest in various artists, her interest in, in certain bands, her interest. Right. Well, I that's mean, good. That got, math, it, so if that, that sounds like it's worked. That folks, if I if I were absolutely certain that there was only one right answer here, I would tell it to you. What I am saying is that everybody has to, every parent has to challenge themselves, and that there's another factor involved, and that is that you have to know what the child is like. 
one of the things that one realizes is while there are some rules that apply to all children, there aren't many rules that apply to all children outside of obvious, the obvious, the ethical ones. You still have to clean up after you eat. Whether you like it or not, I couldn't care less. Whatever is in the realm of the ethical is, is obviously going to be coerced. You don't have a choice about whether or not to cheat on tests. You don't have a choice about, well, I mean, and you do in effect because you can get away with it, but that, you, you know what I'm saying. But, but uh, about everything else, it depends on the child. All right, final segment on this subject coming up. What a Prager 776, the Dennis Prager Show, where we really talk about everything in life. Friends, fear and uncertainty are running rampant, and the financial markets and mortgage businesses are reflecting that. Many major banks and lenders are pushing back on purchase loans and suspending refi applications entirely. But not the folks I recommend, Andrew and Todd at Sierra Pacific Mortgage. They are open for business funding purchase loans on time, locking in low interest refis, and helping people tap into their home equity tax-free with a reverse mortgage. With your retirement funds in a state of flux right now, imagine the peace of mind a reverse mortgage can give you, never having to make a mortgage payment again. Andrew and Todd at Sierra Pacific Mortgage are here to advise, support, and protect you during these challenging times. I trust them, and I urge you to call them at 888-888-1172 or go to andrewandtodd.com. That's 888-888-1172 or online at andrewandtodd.com. Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Prager. I'm headed back to Israel in October 2021 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2021 by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. No one really knows what the future will bring. But one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills. But let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
snow is snowing, wind is blowing. I can weather the storm. You are listening to the best of the Dennis Prager Show. It's a vexing question, my dear friends. 1-8-Prager-776, although I don't know why I mentioned the number since all the lines are lit. I, it's, it's out of habit that I did that, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> In fact, it may not be worth trying right now, so I don't want, I don't want to uh, bother you about that. I have raised the question of how much we can coerce our children outside of the ethical arena, which must be coerced. You don't have a choice on whether to act decently. But how much else should be coerced is a very, very tough question, and it's okay to admit it. There's no such thing as a perfect parent. There, there. You try to be as good a parent as you can. You cannot predict how things will will unfold in life and as your child becomes an adult. You do what you can, and some children can much more easily be coerced than others. My own view, as I have been more of my life an adult, obviously, is that that which is freely chosen is far more meaningful uh, to people than that which has been coerced. I include in that uh, religiosity, though obviously there are things that aren't a matter of choice as a child is growing up. They're not, you know, you know, you don't say to your child, well, listen, you're, uh, you're six years old and I want you to choose whatever religion you want. I mean, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Some, there, has to be, there has to be some sense of commitment to something so that the child will at least see you love it, which, which as pointed out earlier, I think it was a, a Lutheran pastor, uh, is, uh, is right. When they see a parent love something and bring them joy and happiness, that is very persuasive for many things, but not all the time either. My children saw the joy, the incredible joy that music brought me, and it, it did not uh, tend to bring them the same amount of joy, and that's the way it is. I'm sorry about it, and I don't, it doesn't, uh, doesn't ruin my day. And I, There may well be a, t- a day when uh, it becomes a, a more rich experience for them. But uh, even in religion, when you, when you, when you meet people who have, uh, who have come to a religion and come to God even as an adult, and I obviously want a child to come to God, there, the power of coming to something as an adult is is not. It, it, there's nothing quite as powerful as coming to love something, coming to believe in something, when you are fully capable of appreciating it, as opposed to out of the out of habit, which by definition is what it is, when you come to it because of your parents as a child. Just something to think about, because we like to think about everything on the Dennis Prager program.
Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Prager. I'm headed back to Israel in October 2021 for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2021 by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. No one really knows what the future will bring. But one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take Relief Factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384.